Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, all right, all right, all right. What's going on, my millennial compadres? comrades or whatever you people call yourselves i wanted to say that on behalf of my generation of millennials we are the cringiest generation of all time i think that i think that award definitely goes to millennials we are so fucking cringy like the thing this is why i'm i'm shocked i'm a millennial i'm I'm not gonna lie i don't think like millennials do i don't i've got optimism obviously but is it just me or just do millennials just get optimistic about really stupid shit? Like, I'm serious. It, it, it's a problem. I, and like, look, I, I hate to be so judgmental. But, you know, it makes for a good show. So it makes for a good show. So I'm going to be I'm even judgmental me. I think I have some very frustrating millennial traits myself. I just think that there's something about our generation that's just was raised shitty by people who didn't know how to raise kids i was barely even raised the television kind of raised me sometimes um my point the point i'm trying to make is we are the the millennials are definitely the cringiest generation of all and it's kind of gotta be called out a little bit because the problem i have with my generation is very simple we we get optimistic about really stupid shit. Like, for instance, sundial growers. This is the one of the reasons I made this video. The good news and the bad news about sundial growers. We only ever focus, and this is the kind of, I want to change the mind shift of millennials a little bit. And I want to talk about how we only ever see the good, but can, or I should say, we. this is interesting. We only ever see the good, or we only ever see the bad in something, but we never see both. Right? We never try to balance out both. There's always a good and a bad in everything. I don't care what it is. There's a good and a bad about me. There's a good and a bad about you. There's a good and a bad about anything. There are positives and negatives. The problem is, we as a generation never look at those things. We're too busy always being overly optimistic about re- the things that we choose to be optimistic about. And then pessimistic about the things that we don't like. Interesting. Uh, my generation is overly hypocritical um, and very patronizing. I, I don't like it, man. I'm, I'm, but I want to patronize my generation for being a generation of chodes. That's right. And we don't. And the worst part about millennials, my generation, I'll keep saying it. We have no ability to take in new information. I had trouble for a while. I don't know what it is. I had trouble for a while taking in new information because I had trouble accepting criticism. And that is a big millennial trait, and it's got to stop. First off, I enjoy the criticism. Criticism helps me out. It helps me improve. The problem is whenever something goes wrong with, when I'm with a millennial, like, like let's say my show went wrong, right? And I blamed it on my computer every time. 
Would I really have learned anything? No. So I'm blaming something else. I'm not taking responsibility. And I think a lot of it goes with the lack of responsibility. My generation just doesn't have a failing in responsibility. Anyway, enough of this monologue. Let's talk about the sundial growers, the good news and the bad news about it. I just want to say one final word, though. I bet tons of millennials will see this intro. I will get staked for it. I will get so much angry millennial hate, frustrating millennial hate. It's going to be lovely because I, I mean, I love making anti-millennial videos because I know millennials are going to be the ones who share the shit out of this stuff in, in spite of me. But then again, that only just makes me more popular at the end of the day. And I'm totally fine. I like being the villain. It's just a, it's just a fun thing for me. I'm a big, I, I get off, I literally masturbate to being the villain. So, even though I know deep down I'm the good guy. <laughs> but uh, I like being seen as the villain. It's a very fun, um, it's like a fetish for me. Anyway, a little gross, but. All right, let's get, uh, fuck is Microsoft Edge? Living on a prayer. Wait, where the fuck is Microsoft Edge? Ugh. That's weird. You got properties, edge, edge, edge. That's the darnest thing. I don't know where edge is at. Um, interesting. All right, hold on. After two. I am not entirely sure what happened, but that's all right. So this is going to sound interesting, but I am shocked. I'm unable to use Edge in window capture. Typically, this is something I could do, but um, really, it's not. Interesting. Hold on. Going to delete window capture too. I think I figured out my main dilemma. Hold on. It's gonna take a second though. It might even force me to reset. Ah, got it. I think I had to just reset the uh, Microsoft Edge. Here we go. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Okay. So I like to go with Google News. Google News is actually, <clears throat> if you guys are looking to find the best re, uh, news articles in general, Google News will point you in the right direction. I, I have to admit, as biased as I think big tech has become with politics, they're very unbiased when it comes to stock news. So it's interesting because a lot of it's pretty unfiltered. But it's good to find the good articles and the bad. So let's, I mean, there's a lot, I think there's purposely a lot more bad ones because this is not a good company. Uh, the the balance sheet shows that everything about Sundial Growers is bullshit. So this article by Forbes says, Sorry, Robinhood, Sundial Grower stock is below $1 since June 16th. Okay, at the beginning of September, Sundial Growers, a Calgary-based pot 
purveyor was the fourth most widely held stock on Robinhood. And on September 3rd, at about 44 million shares, it was the 16th most active stock in the U.S., according to TradingView. I do not understand why people find this stock so appealing. I agree with this article, by the way. Sure, its short interest has increased, which could send the stock up if they can force short sellers to buy the stock to repay their loans. This is why, like, I just want to say one thing. This is why you get put options, you guys. This is why I don't short sell, because that's the problem with short selling if there's too much short interest. I got in, I bought some long-term put options for this against Sundial Growers, I'm not going to lie. But I've also, as it went down, I also purchased quite a few shares, because I do like to play the back and forth. I just believe you can't play the back and forth by using by shorting a stock by uh, when I say shorting, I mean like borrowing the shares from your bank or your brokerage or whatever, and then putting them out in the market and hoping it'll go down to buy, buy back and then give the share back. But um, the thing is put contracts are a lot easier. You pay a premium and the worst thing you lose is the premium. There is a huge risk in shorting that I don't appreciate. This is why when an option contract is available, I'm taking it. That's why for Sundial Growers, I was super happy to be able to get a long-term put a long-term put option contracts uh, to bet against it, and this is a way to bet against it. It's a little more safe, so I don't recommend um, anyway buying into this company because it really is a shit show, and they they rape the shareholders by issuing more shares. It's a it's a it's a shit show, and I mean it when I say a shit show. Um, sure, its short interest has increased, which could send the stock up if they can force short sellers to buy the stock to repay their loan. But Sundial has traded below NASDAQ's minimum required bid price of $1 for m much of its more than two years, for much of its more than two years as a public company, and its revenues are plunging. If the people trading the stock want to make money, there are better places for them to plant their cash. Here are three, and I agree with this article because I've looked at the balance sheet just as much as they have at Forbes. This is a shit company. They fuck the shareholders, they fuck them hard, and it's not worth it. There's nothing that makes this company worth it. So, uh, continue reading anyway. Uh, Dismal 2021 financial performance burning through cash. I've, I've said that quite a bit. Cash burn, an excessive cash burn, renewed disc of delit. Renewed risk of delisting. I have no financial interest in securities mentioned. In the securities mentioned. Oh, that's what they're saying on here. Okay. I'm literally just reading from a Forbes article. Okay, so Sundial Growers produces and distributes marijuana flowers, pre-rolls, and vapes, blah, 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 following its Saga 6, 1998 which sold 11 million shares for 13 bucks a share. Its stock has lost 94% of its value, closing on September 3rd. At about 77 cents a share, sporting a market capitalization of $1.6 billion. Sundial has its ups and downs. Never has it granted. Ah, in December, NASDAQ granted Sundial until June 26 to keep its stock above $1 a share for 10 days in a row. Uh, Sundial raised about $70 million by selling stock, in the dollars, which increased its shares outstanding. A cent as high as. Stock remained above a dollar long enough for Nasdaq to relieve Sundial of the delisting threat and favorite. Now it's back to where it's at. It's just not a good company. More specifically, yeah, it, 
I agree with this whole article. I'm not going to go through the entire article. It's a brilliant article because not only do I agree with it, it's true. It's factual. I've looked at the balance sheet just as easily as they have. And if one millennial, one of you fucking millennials could take one look at the balance sheet, just one look, that's all it takes. I'm going to be like, Joe Biden, come on, man. One look at the balance sheet and you will see just as much as the Forbes people see, as much as I see, it's a shitty company. I'm the only fucking millennial who says it straight. I see Meet Kevin out there, doesn't say it straight, he's a fucking snake oil salesman. I see Jeremy Financial Education, I still have a beef with that guy. I got lots of beef. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a rapper in the rap game who's got beefs with everybody, man. I got beefs with the world. Anyway. I'm losing my goddamn mind. But this is so much fun. I love doing these shows, and I, I really do enjoy a little bit of confrontation in my life, just a little bit, but not all the time. Okay, so we've established it's got bad news. with Tons of bad news. Let's look at some of the titles here. Two critical levels for Sundial Growers. Uh, and by the way, that was a Forbes article that I read. The Sorry, Robin Hood. Sundial, anyway, Sun, Sundial Growers stock below $1 since June 16th. That was a Forbes article, and that was a great article. Um, anyway. And then the Motley Fool says Sundial Growers is bankrolling these cannabis stocks. Let's see. Why GameStop and AMC stocks jumped while Sundial Growers dropped today. Sundial Growers is a dilution machine. They just keep issuing more shares. This is another reason why I say don't trust these shitty pot stocks. They're a penny stock for a very good reason. And it's really disturbing when they have a billion-dollar market cap and are still below a dollar per share. That means they keep, they've keep they been issuing quite a few shares, and they have way too many shares outstanding. Let's look at this Motley Fool article. Sundial Growers is a Dilution Machine. This is by David Jagielski. Uh, Sorry if I said it wrong. Uh, key point, Sundial Growers' top line is struggling, but that hasn't stopped the company from issuing more shares. Warrants uh, present a big risk for investors. And the company's financials are littered with references to them. An uptick in, in M&A activity plus cash burn could lead to more share offerings in the future. Sorry, I got something stuck in my teeth. Ugh. Anyway, when a company issues shares, it dilutes existing shareholders who end up owning less of the business. That can also lead to falling short pri share prices because a flood of shares on the markets can instantly create an excess of supply. And it doesn't always have to be through an offering that more shares are issued. Warrants, for example, allow people to buy more shares at a specified price. One company with a lot of warrants and incredibly high dilution is Sundial Growers. The cannabis producer reportedly reported the, its latest earnings in August. And the one number that stood out to me was not revenue or profit growth, but just how many sh more shares outstanding it has compared to a year ago. The company's a dilution machine. And even if it suddenly starts generating strong growth numbers, that may not be enough for investors to earn a good return, given the possible dilution. Basically, they keep issuing more shares. This is something I had talked about before. Nobody listens to me about some of these shitty pot stocks. And this is one. It's a dumb, dumb pot stock. So I'm not saying all pot stocks are dumb. In fact, I think marijuana is interesting. I do think marijuana can help with medical conditions. Um, 
people in my life smoke it. Um, I won't say who, because I don't know how private they want to be about it, but people I care about in my life um, <clears throat> smoke it. Truth is, I think it's not the best drug in the world. I think doing it recreationally is kind of, eh. I, I'd prefer to just drink beer recreationally overall. But I, I, I want to just say that I think we're on the right track with, um, what am I trying to say? I think, I think this, com I think this company could go on the right, tra get on the right track if it stopped issuing so many shares and just tried its best to be prop profitable. It's going to be tough. They need to focus a little bit on marketing and getting something out there because the, clearly what they're doing isn't working. Their sales growths are weak and it, it's just, it's just rough. I just don't, I don't see what everybody sees in this company. And yes, there's more bad news than there is good news. That is for sure. Um, morning, West Sundial Growers. Stop. Drop Friday. I'm kind of curious about this two critical levels for Sundial Growers, uh, Benzinga. I don't know if all of these are good articles or bad articles. I know most of them seem to be bad. In financial markets, some price levels are more important than others. And this is the case with the 70 cent to 80 cent level for Sundial Growers Incorporated. The 70 cent level was important. Support. Oh. <laughs> Enter to win $1,000 in Dogecoin. Oh my fucking God. Dogecoin is fucking terrible. Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway, in the financial market, some price levels are more important than others. This is the case for the 70 cent and 80 cent levels for sun oil growers. The 70 cent level was important support in for the stock in May. It was also important support around August 20th. A rebound followed each time it fell to this important level. At support levels, there is more demand for the supply more demand for than supply of the stock. This is why downtrends end when they reach them. Uh, the buyers are willing to absorb all of the shares that are for sale. Now, Sundial has run into resistance at the important 80 cent level. So essentially, this is a shitty, shitty company. Um, I got to admit, though, like I said, I have about roughly 500 shares that I bought when it was really, really low, and I just held on to them. I'm holding on to the stock because I, I still think it's a shitty stock, and I don't, re I don't really think it's going anywhere. But because I have so many put contracts, I don't want to be stuck in the dust, right? I don't want to be stuck in the dust if all you idiots decide to pump it again, because you guys will probably pump it. That's the worst part about all this is somewhere along the line, all you jackasses are going to pump it hard and pump it high. And when you do, I want to make sure that I make a hefty, hefty profit, because if I don't make a profit, I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be a sad man. A sad man. But, um, I will say it's... I, I don't know. It's on the right track. That's the way I look at it. So... My point is, bet against Sundial Growers. It's not a good company. I don't care what the Reddit traders say. Reddit traders, first off, if you're... Li I, I gotta say, if any of you guys are listening to... What the hell's wrong with this window? Hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. 
All I got to say is if any of you guys are listening to Reddit traders for your stock advice, um, you deserve to lose money because the Reddit traders are the fools. They're dumb. This is what pisses me off is how dumb they are. They think when a stock price raises, that means they're right. No, that means you collectively all pumped it up. It doesn't mean the company's any better. You all just decided to pour all your stupid money in there. And then, which I do call dumb money, by the way. Millennial money is the equivalent of dumb money at this point to me. I, it's very frustrating. As somebody who studied finance, uh, not even in college, just through books, because I'm a weird guy who loves to read excessive amounts of books. Um, I see bullshit. That's all I see. You know what I mean? So, I gotta cry bullshit on it, man. It's a bad company. But yeah, the, the good news is there's still possibility. There is still a possibility for growth. There is good news there. But there's a lot more bad news than there is good news, and that's the worst part about this. So whenever I talk about penny stocks, whenever I look for articles, I typically, what you want to do at the end of the day, you want to look and see how many good articles there are and how many bad articles. And you also want to take a look at the balance sheet. The balance sheet will kind of confirm if the ratio makes sense, right? So if you see a lot of bad articles about this company, which you should, which you do, from what I've seen on Google News so far, we only took a little bit of a sample size, but but if you've I've looked at the balance sheet and I, I I implore you and I dare you to look at the balance sheet and tell me. And maybe if you don't know much about balance sheets, um, go on YouTube, look up how to read a balance sheet because I'm not going to describe it all here. And then you can take a look for yourself to see how much cash they use just to maintain operations, just to do what they do and how much their revenue cannot cover that and how they're always going to probably be in the negatives, if not forever. Um, I don't think the set, I think the sector is poised for growth. I really do. But I just think that this one company does not deserve the praise it's getting. I just really don't. I don't, I don't find it an appealing buy. Um, but I do buy it anyway as an insurance policy. If my put contracts end up expiring worthless, um, because I don't know when you guys, I don't know when you Reddit traders are going to all collectively get together and be like, let's pump up sundial growers because we're a collective bunch of fools but i'm ready for you guys i'm ready for either possibility i want to make sure that i'm always prepared for each and every outcome because that's the best way to do it anyway though i do want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this episode i make these episodes to educate you and help you and yes i do diss you i'm like a rapper man i'm like a rapper and i'm battling my generation you know that's how i roll and uh and a lot of you may not like it, and I'm totally, I want that. I want the hate. I want the love. I want the hate. I need it both. It's just like you need the good news and you need the bad news here. There is some good news, though. I really do think this isn't the worst company in the world. I've actually seen worse. It has possible. It has the potential for growth. Um, I will say that legalization could really, really help its cause. For the time being, though, it's really just a short squeeze play. And, um, I mean, I've... Got my put options on there, so I'm good. I don't really need to short it the way that everybody else is. And uh, I'll be good. As long as I can bet against it and using one medium or another, I'll be totally fine with it. But I do want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this uh, episode. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay sexy. And have a great, incredible time. Later.